Hi, it's Steve Ashby from Business Mentors introducing the fabulous Business Mentors podcast series where we take an entertaining, light-hearted and informative look at some of the more boring parts of business like tax and organisation ability and you know getting paid, things like that. So we'll cover quite a few topics in the series and we hope you tune in because uh, our aim is to keep it light, entertaining, but informative at the same time. Glad to have you along. Hi, and welcome to another of our fabulous podcasts. Today, what we're gonna be talking about is VAT, because even though it's now been in for just over a year, there still seems to be a massive amount of confusion amongst people um, about the whole process, particularly when it comes to filing. Um, funnily enough, it's, it's not as complicated as it might appear, but if you've never done it before, I can understand why people um, are struggling a little bit with it. Um, from my perspective, the most important thing is to have really good records, because if you have good records that you keep throughout the period, then it does make the actual uh, calculation and filing process a great deal simpler. Um, in one of my posts a little while ago, I jokingly referred to people keeping all their invoices in a shoebox and they couldn't find their receipts because the cat had eaten them. Well, actually, that's probably not very far from the truth for, for a few people. There's still an enormous amount of small businesses, particularly, um, who don't have any financial records to speak of. And, and to be fair, in the UAE, they never really needed to before, other than the fact that it makes extremely good business sense to actually have proper financial records. But there was no legal requirement because um, you never got audited. There were no um, external government agencies that were interested in whether or not you were, um, you know, keeping records and, and how you were conducting your business. Well, for all those businesses which are earning more than roughly $100,000 a year, 375,000 dirhams, it matters enormously now. And not only matters for this year, but actually, um, if I'm correct, it also matters for prior years. So um, when tax authorities come and do an investigation, they frequently don't just look at the first year, the, the current year. They do like to look back and see your records going back a little way. Um, I'm not sure whether that's what they're actually doing yet, recognizing that it's a huge change for many people to go from basically no reason to keep financial records to suddenly having to keep ones which can be audited and which you need to make available to the authorities um, if they want them. So I'm not exactly sure what's happening there. What I do know is that from the 1st of January, you must be keeping financial records. That's the 1st of January, 2018. So if over the last year, uh, you've been filing, but you know, using the time-honored system of uh, using a rock on the piles of paper so they don't blow away when you open the window, uh, you'll need a lot better than that. And so uh, we, uh, we are cognizant of that, and uh, we do have um, a very simple, easy to use um, Excel accounting package, which wouldn't be that difficult for you to go back and kind of um, enter in the information that you used to do your filings last year. And then that gives you at least one year's worth of records. The beauty of it is <clears throat> you don't need an accountant to do it because it's so simple. 
Which leads me to an interesting point. I have a great deal of respect for accountants. I think they are very, very good at what they do. Good accountants are worth their weight in gold. If you're a small business though, you may not have much gold in order to be able to afford the services of an accountant. And I've just been noticing that a number of um, accounting firms are now offering free seminars to kind of teach you how to um, do VAT in inverted commas to understand how VAT works, which is, you know, it's a good idea. It's a good marketing idea, um, but it's followed up fairly quickly with, you know, using their services to do it all for you. Um, and those services can get a little bit expensive. Um, it's not uncommon to be paying between three and 5,000 dirhams a month for uh, accounting services, um, basically to keep your records in uh, some sort of order and, for, and to do your VAT filing, obviously. And generally what happens is those accounting uh, firms um, will either uh, provide you with the online software that they're using whether it be Zero or Sage or you know some of the larger kind of um, uh, online software that they use because they've got multiple clients, or they expect you to get your own. So um, on top of the price of getting an accountant to actually use the software, if you buy your own or pay on a monthly basis, subscribe to your own software, you can be paying anywhere between $30 and $50 a month. So that's like... If it's um, let's say it's fifty dollars, that's you know getting up to around um, three uh, around one hundred and eighty dirhams a month for your um, online software, and <clears throat> all the people I know who've inputted uh, or who have bought things like Zero um, find that they actually need an accountant to help them set it up, and part of the reason I think is because the online software companies have to compete with each other. They can't compete around accuracy, obviously. You know, it's, the calculations are done automatically. They cannot be wrong. So therefore, the way, only real way that they can compete is by giving you more and more features. Now, if you're running a relatively small business, it might be just yourself, or it might, you might have a few employees, you might use freelancers, the way that Business Mentors does. Um, you don't need a lot of features. What you need is the basics to be able to run your business, to be able to um, identify trends, and to have a really accurate record of your financial position at any given time. <clears throat> you don't need features that, um, that do graphs and charts and you know, all of that sort of stuff that you'll never ever use. They, they just kind of make it more complicated for you. So when you go back to looking at this this whole idea around VAT and why you need the records, then you need the records for a specific purpose, which is for being audited. And the records don't need to be that complicated. What needs to be able to be seen by the tax authorities is money coming in, uh, the distribution of the money once you've got it, the, the tax receipts that you've paid, and then that there is a logical and accurate calculation at the end of the period. That's it. You know, they don't want sensitivity analyses. They don't want glossy graphs. They don't want all that stuff. They just want to know you got this amount of money in for which you charged VAT. You spent the money in this particular direction. 
and you paid out VAT on certain things. And the balance, as far as they're concerned, is the inputs minus the outputs, and that's either money to them or money back to you. End of. So your accounting system doesn't really need to do much more than that other than, as I said earlier, to give you uh, an accurate picture of your financial position. So for example, you need to know what your cash flow looks like. You need to know at any given point whether you're profitable or not. You need to have a way of um, flagging in your system regular and ongoing costs so that you know that in two months time this particular whatever it happens to be, this bill is going to come due. So you're going to take a, um, a bit of a dent in your, um, in your revenue line because this happens once every four months. This particular bill might be 5,000 dirhams or 20,000 dirhams or whatever it is. It could be your rent for your office, let's say. And that's on a quarterly basis. So, you know, a good financial record system will allow you to put in when those are going to occur so that you know in advance. Because um, I think what happens for a lot of people is best summed up in this lovely saying I remember reading, the advantage of a lack of planning is that failure comes as a complete surprise and is not preceded by a period of doubt and anxiety. And I know a lot of people running small businesses that this is the way they operate. They spend everything that they've got when it comes in they don't put anything away. They don't have any kind of real knowledge of how much they should be putting away for those costs that are ongoing or that more, uh, let's say, insidiously, um, in terms of the damage that they have, are not ongoing but happen periodically, like once every three months or once every six months. And they just completely forget to plan for it. So the beauty of having a simple uh, accounting system is it enables you to look right across the year at projected cash flows and you can actually put in the things that are going to happen when they're going to happen and you're going to see that you know there's a dent in August. Whoa, that's not a good month to have the big dent because actually as you're doing your projected sales across the year from now, you know that uh, after Ramadan, during Ramadan, and then this great long period, summer is getting longer and longer. The summer of doing no business is getting longer and longer. Children, believe me, because as Ramadan is heading closer towards the start of the year, you know, that whole down period is going to get longer and longer because there's now we're entering to this kind of confused period of when do people actually leave and disappear for months? So um, you really, really need to make sure that um, you've got a method through your accounting system, I would suggest, that enables you to track uh, client behavior, in other words, the market behavior, and the likelihood of making you know, big sales gains um, or even holding your sales across this extended Ramadan and um, summer months period. I think 2019 is going to be a tough year. If we thought 2018 was tough, mm, I don't think we've seen the worst yet. I don't think that anything's going to happen in 2019 which is going to rejuvenate the economy, bring back a lot of the expats have already gone, um, get a whole lot of new businesses started to replace the ones which have closed. 
So <clears throat> it's probably not the kind of um, lead up to um, to 2020 and the um, expo year that everybody would like, but it's probably a reality. And um, incurable optimist though I am, um, we certainly in Business Mentors are taking the view that it is going to be a tough year. So what we're looking to do is a couple of things. We're looking to diversify the offering that we're making. And because we're an e-commerce business, um, we're looking to market well outside the UAE. In other words, don't have all our eggs in one basket and really um, make sure that people around the world know about our brilliant products and the great advice that we can give people who are running small businesses. So, you know, it's kind of all related. You should probably also be looking to see what you can do in terms of adding other lines of business that will generate income. Um, and the more you do that, the more the need for a decent um, accounting system, particularly in these days, I would say, one that you can do yourself. So um, the what we call the EAS, the Excel accounting system, is in fact Excel-based. So um, if you can use an Excel spreadsheet, you can certainly use this accounting system. And so there's something about doing the numbers yourself because what happens is that your um, knowledge of what's going on in the business deepens if you're in putting in the numbers yourself. And if it's a really useful system that does things for you automatically in terms of producing graphs and whatnot, then even better. Um, but it's, it's kind of like um, weighing yourself. If you organize somebody else to do it, you know, and you don't actually, you get on the scales, but you don't have the instant feedback. So you get on the scales and a message is transmitted to somebody and about a week later they let you know what the score was. It's, it's not as immediate in terms of you deciding to do something as it is when you get on the scales, you see the number instantly and you go, great, or oh my God, or I'm losing a lot of weight, I'll have to eat more, or whatever it happens to be the reaction that you get. So the whole idea with being able to um, understand your own numbers and actually put your own numbers in is that you become much more familiar with the workings of your business. So all of these things to me are connected. I think the biggest problem a lot of small business owners have is that they're so busy on the stuff they're good at, whether it's making stuffed toys or you know, being a, um, a consultant or an events management organizer or whatever it happens to be, they're so busy doing the stuff they're really good at that they don't have time to learn the essential skills associated with running a business. Essential skills like how to be effective, how to know, how to understand what's happening to your money, how to allocate your resources efficiently and effectively, how to make sure that you're following up on, um, on invoices to make sure that your terms of payment are being adhered to. All of those kind of things are equally important as being a really good events management company. In fact, um, they're probably, in a way, they're probably even, it's not so much that they're more important, but you won't be a really good events management company for very long if you can't do this other stuff. I guess that's my point. This is not an optional extra. 
understanding the background um, dynamics in running a small business or a medium-sized business for that matter is not an optional extra. You actually have to know it. You have to be able to understand it. And the best way is for the moment until you get big and ugly enough so that you can employ an accountant inside your organization is to have a method that you can do it yourself. And it doesn't take long, but it's, you know, it's like Aristotle said, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellence then is not an act, but a habit. So if you get into the habit of updating your Excel spreadsheet finance records, the one like the one that we've got, and you do that every, at the end of every week, you will be right on top of your business. You will know to the fill, to the Durham, exactly what's happening. You'll know what's coming up. There will be no surprises. And um, I've worked with a number of very, very senior executives in some very, very large organizations. One organization, I was the um, group HR director for a division with 37,000 employees and we covered 17 countries. And I worked for a fabulous guy. And he said, Steve, yours is probably the, the most difficult area in terms of knowing what's going to happen. You know, the finance side, the marketing side, the sales side, operations, no problem. What's happening in the people side and HR, um, that's always the kind of unknown quantity. <clears throat> he said, I only have one request. Don't give me any surprises. He said, what I'm looking for you to do is to be out there anticipating what's going on, um, giving your, making your best judgment about what you think is likely to happen, keeping me fully informed, telling me what the options are in terms of dealing with situations as they come up. And that way, we'll get through and we'll be fine. Because if we have some forewarning of things that might happen, even if they don't actually happen, but we're prepared just in case, then he said, I will sleep better at night and you'll get a much better bonus. That was pretty compelling as far as I was concerned. And so that's what we did. Now, the same advice would apply to you if you're running a small business. The more forearmed you are or forewarned you are about things coming up that could affect your business, the better you can deal with them. Now, you cannot do this unless you have a system, a process, okay? The system, we'll call it the Excel accounting system from Business Mentors, just picking something out of the air, you know, no pressure or um, no sales talk, of course, I wouldn't do that. And you've got a process. So the system is the accounting system and the process is every Thursday, I enter the details of what's happened during the week. I enter, all, well, all my invoices are actually automatically recorded. All my uh, payments are automatically recorded. There's a couple of other things that I just need to, to put in at the end of the week. Everything else is done automatically. And I take the time at the end of the week to spend five minutes having a look at my forward cash flow projection, having a look at the items coming up in the next week that are gonna hit the balance sheet, having a look at what my uh, what my sales line looks like, what I'm projecting, and whether you know 
it's 85% likely that I will hit those numbers in the next week or 60% likely, so I'll do a little sensitivity analysis there. And so that will help me put a little risk factor into my, uh, into my projections of my earnings and so on. And it's a process. The process of sitting in front of a screen and doing those few things, which we advise you to do as part of the, um, the accounting system, turns you into a really good business person because now you know exactly what's happening in your business. So, yeah, a little bit of a, um, a wimbling and a bimbling along here, but, you know, let's go back to what we were talking about. Um, filing for VAT is not that complex if you've got records, and that's what we've spent most of this podcast talking about is getting the right records. And we even have something for you that you could have a look at when you, if you pop along to our wonderful looking website, then you're going to find a thing called the VAT return system, which even makes that ridiculously simple. So um, that's it. Uh, demystify, demystify, demystify. Accounting, bookkeeping, keeping a track of your numbers is not only not really that complicated, it is extremely vital if you're serious about running a successful business. I'll catch you later. Well, thanks for listening to the Business Mentals podcast. Be sure to visit www.businessmentals.com. That's one word, businessmentals.com. To join the conversation, stay up to date with the latest tips and discover our fantastic bonus content. We'll see you later.